What's up, everybody? Fresh out of peeing in the bushes. This is, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to say it. This is Gary Ward. <laughs> this is Adam Rotella. Right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Gary, wait, wait, this wait. Is... Okay, okay. No, wait, 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 wait. We can't just have you just say fresh from peeing in the bushes. You got to explain yourself. What's going on inside the Gary household right now? Oh, man, it's been a lot of fun. I fooled a lot of people, Adam. A lot of people went on a roller coaster ride. I actually had multiple people say, what a roller coaster ride. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, at this is Gary Horde. Uh, I've uh, gone through quite the experiment, experience this past uh, couple of days. My water heater blew up and uh, just had to uh, get that replaced. So that was a lot of fun. Just It ended up having to do like some piping under the ground and everything. It was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun anyway. So the, the guys were cleaning up and they were like, Hey, we're going to have to cut off your water for a while. And, uh, I was like, it's cool. I can pee in the bushes. And my wife was immediately like, no, you are not peeing in the bushes. (laughs) You can't pee outside. She was like, somebody could see you. And then you could be like a, a sexual predator or sure so, sure sure like, oh, fine whatever anyway so that was the whole thing if you follow me on instagram you saw that i made up some whole story about how we were going on espn and uh then changed the story strictly to uh that i was you mean wait a minute you mean that's not happening anymore gary i had my bags packed i was ready to go my passport was made i mean we 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 do need a passport for new york city correct yeah yeah my bags are packed i'm ready to go well we're not gonna do a musical here because you and days did a musical earlier uh did uh some all you need is love if you guys miss nwa straight <laughs> wrestling days was on with mr rotella and it was quite the show Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, we, we had days joining us from the beaches of Mongrovia. I was very happy he was able to take some time away from his very expensive vacation, I can only assume, to the beaches of Mongrovia. And I know Wrestling Days always joins us in our chat when he's done with his uh, live stream of NWA Power. So uh, a very big thank you to Wrestling Days for joining us uh, this afternoon. Had a great time, Gary, and I really cannot wait for you to interview Wrestling Days very in-depth because, I mean, even, even Wrestling Days has told me that he loves your interview style, sir. Yeah, he, he's been super sweet on his his shows talking about the interviews, and that's very, very kind. And uh, I've, I've told you guys I have to keep from getting a big head from all the nice compliments that you people give on the interviews. And I appreciate you listening. And uh, trust me when I tell you uh, that Elder Sauer is keeping me on the ball with the interviews. And uh, <laughs> there's uh, some – already in the pipe and uh we're we, we've got plenty more coming up so uh, uh we can't wait to share those with you i think they've all gone well so far and uh it seems to be that people enjoy doing them uh, you know days mentioned that it doesn't feel like anybody's sitting there because they have to be there and that's the ultimate goal so seems like uh people like talking and uh we we get some good stuff out of them i think well, you know, Gary, I think that the just just the way that you handle the interviews yourself are, I mean, like, I, I always tell people to always go back and check out that Nick Aldis interview. It's one of the best interviews that our champion, our real world champion has ever given. You got to check that out, man. Gary can get things out of people that uh, normal humans cannot. So that's that's what we bring you here on the NWA podcast, everybody. 
Yeah, and every t- every once in a while you run into somebody like Marty Bell. And if you guys haven't heard the Marty Bell interview, I, I loved the Marty Bell. And it was because maybe a lot because it was like the easiest interview I've ever had to do. Like she just yeah. kind of took over there at some points. And like some people were saying that she was interviewing me at certain points of it. And uh, she yeah, was she Gary, was she had dude, a lot on her mind. Man, it, it really felt like Marty Bell was giving you the fifth, the the uh, the the uh, third degree there for for a little while, just for going against her and saying uh, uh, Allison Kay's name maybe a little bit too much. Well, you know, part of the thing with trying to be nice is you, you also want to, and, and maybe she was right because she mentioned in that interview was I like just buttering her up to to get there and. Uh, well, we're going to have an interview coming up here uh, pretty soon with uh, – well, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. We got the Hawks. Please. We got the Hawks boys, Luke and PJ Hawks coming up, and uh, we got the Russians coming up, our Circle Squared competitors. And, uh, and you know, the, the Hawks boys have been in the news recently, with especially PJ, just from that uh, second floor dive that he did off the balcony. And uh, Did you talk to them about and, that, Gary? You know, and I certainly did talk to them about that. And uh, they, of course, had their reasoning behind it. And I'd like to think that, you know, it, we had a very civil, nice conversation. But I think that I played devil's advocate for part of it. Oh, on, you really? Know, on, you know, they had this point to make. And I was like, OK, well, I think what some people would say is this other thing. So what do you have to say to that? And uh, so I, I think it went really well, and we got some got deeper insight into what they were thinking and what they were doing, and uh, I, I thought they handled it very well. And uh, so anyway, I, I'm looking forward to you guys hearing that and seeing what you think and what your reactions are to uh, to that discussion because you know it, it obviously came up on Cornette's podcast and uh, everywhere else. So uh, speaking of Cornette, by the way, Adam, yeah, um, in this uh, I was listening to his podcast and in this container. Jim the other day uh, again on Instagram I've been trying to document this the go to the gym and I was so out of energy and then I got back to the car and I happened to be listening to his podcast and he had the great Brian Lass uh, mentioned this uh, beat elite stuff on their show and uh, I bought it immediately. Okay, and uh, does it does it does does it taste good? How does it taste? Are we getting paid for this sponsorship whatsoever? No, we're not getting paid, but I'm going to throw it out there that I am drinking it. It's Beat Elite by Human, Human N, or I don't know. It's like Human with an extra N on the end. And uh, yeah, you can Sounds go. Sounds like aliens. Yeah. Sounds like aliens pretending to be human. Don't worry, folks, we're humans. Yeah, I think the website's like beatelite.com slash JCE, you know, just to give them an extra plug, I guess. Uh, oh, you're so nice. But uh, anyway, it tastes not unlike beets, and I hate beets. So. <laughs> <laughs> And and, and 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 how does the whiskey go with that? Well, it's to give you extra energy, and I can't tell if the energy is coming from my desire to finish it quickly or <laughs> just uh, I don't know. We're gonna find out this show tonight because I'm just now drinking. It's like little beet crystals. They even sent me along some a little packet of some some grape things too that are supposed to. Uh, perk your alertness and that sort of thing i was feeling tired today i so just use just, cocaine gary what are you doing using beats just use cocaine i'm gonna be honest with you that makes a lot more sense I, yeah it does this, man this is straight to the point straight to the point hey i don't think i ever said this but uh this is the nwa it's a podcast celebrating the past present future history legacy tradition 
of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. And uh, we're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. We just watched NWA Power episode number 19, Strictly Chaos was the name of that episode. And uh, guys, it, it was a it was a fantastic episode of NWA Power. Glad to see NWA Power back. If you don't know how this normally works, we're here. We've already been just shooting the shooting the breeze here, but uh, we like to talk about the episode. We give it a rundown for the podcast portion of everything, but we welcome everybody in the chat. Super chats get first and foremost. You get attention always. But otherwise, we kind of are going to run through this episode and talk about everything we saw. And then at the end of that, when we end the podcast portion, you'll hear us wrap it up. But stay around because we're going to just hang out with you in the chat room and just enjoy each other's company. It's uh, it's, it's going to be a lovely experience for all of us, I think. I can't wait, Gary. Some might call it a man camp. But it's... Uh, We're going to get to that. We're going to get to the man camp. Yes. Oh, we'll trust me. old man camp, except there, there's typically some ladies in here. So, uh, ladies, this is your chance to see what man camp might be like. No, I don't know. I don't know what man camp's like. All right. So, moving on. Adam, I guess, unless you've got anything else, let's jump into this this episode. Jump in, my man. Mm, well, we already got a super chat right before I can even start off. WWE front row. Uh, with a dollar and a nice guy. Yeah, beautiful man. Beautiful man. Says Adam still drinks Coca-Cola with real cocaine in it. Hey, my man. I am a man of the classics, my friends. Let's not get upset about the Old West, everybody. The Old West brought us to where we are today. It's true. It's true. I'm, I'm sorry. I was sipping on beets. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Gary, Gary, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we can talk about beats for two and a half hours right here, my man. We got to stop talking about goddamn beats. Sorry, Elder Sour. I know I curse, but we can't be talking about beats for two and a half hours. I think, I think we got pretty far into it before uh, cursing, so that was pretty good. <laughs> I've caught myself a few times. It's true. All right, so let's jump into the show. We start off with this one uh, with Joe Galli and, and Stu Bennett, as it should be, but they uh, pass it right over to Dave Marquez. Marquez welcomes Tim Storm, and uh, Tim Storm's just talking about his last little bit in, uh, in WA Power. Uh, when we last saw him, I think he lost to Thomas Latimer, who, by the way, joins Tim Storm at the podium, and there's rubbing it in his face that he lost. Tim Storm's talking a lot about, again, Tom Latimer jumping into the heavyweight division. And uh, Tom Latimer's real pissy with Storm this time around about, you know, you're trying to drive a wedge between me and my best mate. And uh, I, I was his, uh, I was the best man in his wedding and uh, all of this stuff. And, you know, he's like, so you just need to bugger off. I don't know if he said bugger off, but that feels like something he could have said. That sounds that like accent. Tim to me. And, yeah, that uh, sounds like Tim. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway... So uh, he says that, you know, it, it, Tom does drop one little nugget in there saying that if that ever were to happen, then may the best man win. But, you know, whatever, just tries to pass it off. It, he walks away and, uh, or, or he steps back as Danny Deals makes his appearance. Danny Deals. Oh, God. Can I can I just jump in here really quick, Gary? Do you mind? Okay. Do you mind if oh. I jump in really quick? Okay, so, so first of all, folks, the, the opening of this NWA power is absolutely fantastic. It is a new look. It is a new feel. But it's the same 
new music. And I know, folks, we love change. We want change. We accept change. But I just cannot get over the change of the music. I don't want my music yelling at me, Gary. I, I, I'm not a fan of music that yells at me, but I do enjoy the new open for NWA Power. And then this Danny Deals guy comes out. Are you kidding me, folks? Are you kidding me? You can't get a suit that fits yourself? What's going on, Danny Deals? You couldn't find a better deal on that suit, buddy? Woo. Uh, Adam with the uh, straight fire. Right towards well, Danny Deals. Well, it's, 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 it's true. I, 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 I even tweeted right at the man, hey, nice suit, Danny Deals. And he told me back, I got it. I got a great deal for it. So at least the guy, at least the, it's true. It's true. Go back and check my Twitter, Gary. It's true. <laughs> so at least the guy is uh, getting a good price for that horrible suit. Yeah, I, I got to say that's pretty clever, and so it, it earns him points in my uh, in my book. Also, the fact that it was Danny Peels out there and not Mama Storm, because that was, thank God, quickly dropped. You know, no hate towards Mama Storm, except for that I treasure the time that we're not together. Uh, so it's... Uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that she's no longer on my TV screen. And yeah, me too. Uh, so Danny Tills does say that uh, he's got a deal for Tim Storm. Tim Storm just wants to get his hands on Danny Deals. And Danny Deals is like, all right, well, here we can make that happen. But we got a, a door number one over here, which I think he says is like rainbows and unicorns and puppy dogs. Or sounds great. Yeah, it sounds sounds nice. Or you can take door number two, and uh, in door number two is uh, the uh, Hellfire, I think is what he says. Uh, also notable about this show, 27 Freddy Mitch is a super chat in the uh, chat room. Thank you so much, <laughs> sir. This is the show where I met you guys in person. Yes, it is. And it was lovely to meet you, sir. And, Hi, uh, Freddy, man. We love you, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was, a, it was a great moment in history, and we hope that it happens again soon. In history, Gary? Good Lord. What's, what are you going to say when Nick Aldis becomes the world champion for, uh, I don't know, three years in a row? Is that going to be like uh, a time dimension changing? I don't know. What are you going to do when Freddie becomes the uh, president of the United States and we're cabinet members? With the, oh, with it all started right here. That's a great point. That's a great point. Okay, well, in that case, I'm ready to go, Freddie. <laughs> uh, you got my vote, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the uh, the deal basically that Danny's making is it's like, well, Tim Storm says, I'll just kick both doors down and then kick your ass or something along those lines. And uh, Danny says, okay, okay, I got a guy. And I want him to fight you. He wants to fight you. And if you beat him, then you get five minutes with me. And if he beats you, you got to go back to the back and vouch for him to get a contract with the National Wrestling Alliance, yada, yada, yada. He brings out his man, and his man happens to be the man that Tim Storm originally defeated to win the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship for the first time, Mr. Jax Dane. And uh, Jack Stane's a big boy. We've seen him recently in NWA time uh, teaming up with Crimson a lot uh, in the um, uh, War Kings. And uh, here he is solo and uh, does a little forehead press with Tim Storm. Just the just the butting of heads. Those two two 
big hosses right there going at it. So uh, looks like we're going to see Jack Stane versus Tim Storm, from what I can tell. Well, Gary, I, I, th- there were some really weird things that Danny Deals was throwing out there other than his horrible suit. Uh, what do you think that it was that uh, made Tim Storm beat Jack Stane in the first place? He said to Google it. Have you ever Googled those things before, my friend? You know, I don't know that I ever uh, have Googled that. Now, I know there are probably some people in our chat who can probably answer that for us. I think that Tim Storm and uh, Jack Staten used to be in a faction together, if I'm not mistaken. I do recall hearing that. But, uh, you know, this is part of that uh, era of NWA that I'm not super, super familiar with. Well, Gary, I think that it's I think that it's even better that there is that shade of mystery that there is that thing for us to go back and search for 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 our own selves. Correct. Like there's so much stuff about N.W.A. that we could find for ourselves. And uh, a very big thank you to Mass Fan for a very uh, nice super chat right there. Thank you, sir. So uh, you were always talking about Jack Stane coming back to be with Crimson. Are you just happy that Jack Stane is back, period? I'm happy to see Jack Stane. I think Jack Stane fits in well in the NWA environment. He's a big, tough, bruiser guy. Uh, I do miss that he and Crimson have that team, but I know Crimson is recovering from an injury still, I believe. He's been kind of playing a producer role in the NWA. You see him from mm-hmm. time to time poke his head out from behind the curtain and try to break up a fight or two but uh you know i, I guess it's nice to see jack Stane either way and uh I, I look forward to him and tim storm i think that that'll be a uh, fun confrontation to watch glad i'm not in the middle of it love it all right and uh the uh what was i gonna say oh i don't remember it doesn't matter anyway uh so next up the um we, well, we got the commercial. We got the commercial. Uh, man Camp. Nikita Koloff and Lex Luger invite you to Man Camp. 40 acres of men and... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's 40 acres of men. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think that that was the ad, Gary, because if that, that was the ad, yeah, that was I think... I think yeah. I think wrestling days is on a plane as we speak to get there. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's a it's a, it's a beneficial uh, <laughs> mentally, health wise, spiritually, and emotionally. Like it just seems like a a fellowship of men uh, joining together just to to I don't know just 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 be men. You just know, man which I out. Hate. Just What's man that? out. Yeah, they just want to man out, I guess. Right now, I'm not going to go into this very much, Gary, but I I do think that it is that it is smart that we talk about it, because I think that what we're seeing is a is the NWA using trades for people's time. Right. So the way that the NWA is set up right now, we are paying wrestlers for two days of work and they get eight weeks for that work, which is a fantastic use of their time and a fantastic investment in themselves if they use it the right way. So what uh, Nikita Koloff might be using as well right here is, uh, 
you know, hey, I'll show up, but if you guys could also throw a commercial in there, that would make my time a little bit more worth it. And you know what? I don't know. I, I have no opinion. I have no opinion about what the commercial says, but I do like the way that the NWA is using trades instead of using payment. And that's just in my mind. I'm not sure if that is correct, but that's what I'm seeing in their business model right now. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, obviously, we know with Nikita, there there, there likely is some uh, spiritual aspect. I know that he and Lex have, have been on a uh, spiritual journey uh, and have their, uh, their religious faith. Uh, so I'm sure that there is an aspect of that, too. I'm also supportive of uh, men having a place to go to and just, uh, you know, just have a place to hang out. Uh, WWE Front Row with a super chat uh, saying, 40 Acres of Men is the new T-shirt for the pod. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I like it. And, and yeah, I mean, there's, there's 40 acres of men even at Bohemian Grove. So there's always men getting together to to, to, to talk about the future. And you know what? If, if Nikito Koloff would welcome myself or you, Gary, I'd go. Absolutely, I'd go. I'd go. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'd go. Sounds like a lot I'd, of fun. We, we have I'd make content the whole time, show. Gary. What? Yeah. I, I, I was going to say, I'd make content the whole time for Mr. Nikita Koloff. Just pay for me to go and I can make content the whole time. No problem. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, we, we, we had our Royal Rumble Band Fellowship uh, That's right. <laughs> the other day. So it was, it, was, it was nice. I say the other day, but it's been months since we've seen each other in person. Oh, well. Oh. Sorry. I'm also fiddling with – I. Finish the beet juice, and now I have this bottle of Proper 12 that I'm trying to get open with. it got some damn plastic on it that I can't. Probably not going to have that at man camp, so I'm just trying to get it in while I can. All right. Do you think that, do you think that there is drinking allowed at man camp? I'm going to guess no, but I don't know. If it's got that uh, religious aspect to it, I'm going to imagine that that's frowned upon. But what I think together with men, you know, drinking some whiskey sounds – Sounds nice. We all hey, Gary, I, I think that we just came up with our own man camp coming in 2021. NWA podcast man camp. Whiskey, bring your own whiskey. I like it. It's going to happen. Out of sour, get on it. Yeah, we could do uh, We could do that. I don't want to uh, go ahead and start an argument or a rivalry with Nikita Koloff yet. Or the Lord. That's true. I mean, we don't even speak his language, so it would be very hard to communicate. Not Russian what you mean yes sir okay well anyway so now that we have gone through that commercial i i wish to keep a call off luck i think it's uh i think it's great uh, uh producers are telling me in the year it's been 29 days since we've been together physically so some of this rambling you're hearing is because it's just uh reminiscing you know I see a uh, turbo in the uh, chat mentioning manscaped by the way i don't know if there's any manscaping <laughs> at man camp but <laughs> It's an interesting idea, but we'll see. We'll, we'll we're soon to find out. Uh, so Matt Cross comes out, and uh, he is with David Marquez, and he does a little speech about uh, just I don't know. It's just a nice, fiery little speech, giving you a taste of who Matt Cross is as a person. I still, for one, am happy that uh, Matt Cross is in the NWA, and this is multiple weeks now we've seen him. So hopefully he is a fixture with those guys. I, I, I think he brings a lot to the table personally. Um, well, here's the thing, that, Gary. I mean, just in that promo that Matt Cross said, he says, Matt, wrestling lives forever. Isn't that a fantastic 
thing to spread throughout the NWA universe, my man. But that was exactly where is... I was going. Yeah. God, Gary, you and I, man, you want to give an internet hug to each oh, other? Internet hug. Oh, Come here. Internet oh, hug. Oh, there we go. It's okay. Internet hug. Internet hug. Okay. I love yeah. it. But here's here's the thing, man. Matt Cross also does like one, just just one, just one too many flips every time he's in an NWA ring for me. And I think that the NWA crowd really wants to get behind, really wants to get behind Mr. Cross, but his style of wrestling just needs to be twitched just a second, just a tad. And I, I don't mean to tell wrestlers what to do with their wrestling style, but when you're reading the crowd, when you're in the vibe of hearing what the NWA audience wants, they want less flips, they want more action, and a whole lot more promos. I don't, I don't, I don't hold it against you know anybody that sometimes crowds are tough to read. I get exactly what you're saying, and it's got to be one of the tougher uh, positions to be in. Uh, as a wrestler, did you ever watch Tough Enough? Like the year that like Stone Cold took them. over. Yeah, All well, you know them. Matt Cross was in there, and uh, he was in like the first season um, when they like revamped it or whatever. Uh, and he was like one of the first guys eliminated. And I always I, mm-hmm. I knew I knew him from somewhere when I saw him show up at uh, AEW or uh, at All In or something. But anyway point is he lost there because he had like a little match and in the match he was gonna go for a shooting star press or something and didn't do the shooting star press Mm -hmm. and just went for a wrestling move instead and did the pin and then they held it against him that he could do something and didn't take advantage to show what he could do and he didn't want to come across as a show-off and they eliminated him. I've always thought that that was a really stupid thing too, but again, I'm not a wrestler, but uh, it just you just talking about what you were talking about made me think of that, that it's like, yeah. well, that feels like it trains somebody to go out there and do everything you can. But it, it absolutely is always a matter of reading the crowd. Like, you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. Um, every crowd's different. You know, you could, sometimes you can, yeah, I, I feel like we hear stories all the time in these interviews and, uh, everywhere else about, you know, just depending on the night, you know, you could kill the crowd with like, just, you could get over with the headlock, you know, just yeah. doing it right and, and, and milking it for what it's worth. So I don't know. Anyway, it's a tough spot to be in. I get what you're saying. I, I, I do think that, Matt Cross carries a little more legitimacy along with his flippiness, uh, too, because he uh, he has that wrestling is forever vibe going on, and there's something authentic about him and that that you feel like there's a respect for the business in there too. Well, hey Gary, sense. there's 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 nothing against the man at all. You know, I'm what I'm what I'm just saying is that. Uh, the last week, we saw the guy do a kip-up, but instead of a kip-up, he did a little head fucking flip over. Sorry. Sorry, my <laughs> language, everybody. But it, that, that's, that's, what I thought, that's what I thought inside the NWA arena, man. I'm like, this guy is doing it. But then as soon as he did that head flip over, I'm like, ah, he just lost like 70% of the crowd right there. We don't we, – we, we, we want the technical – we uh we appreciate the high flying, but it doesn't have to be central. In, in fact, it shouldn't be central. 
What, what should be central is the psychology and the thinking about what you're doing inside of the ring. We don't want flips. Screw the flips. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's it's definitely a uh, an interesting dynamic to have, and and he's a guy. I, I he he can obviously do both, so he's he's definitely going to have to work to find that right balance. But uh, he's he's going to get in that groove. I, I like guys. I like the fact that guys like him and well, I was listening to the uh, Billy Corgan interview with Chris Van Vliet, uh, and you know he mentioned having that they were going for the personalities first and then, you know, they know they'll have to fill in in different areas that they'll have areas that they're weaker in areas would be like the five star match kind of areas. And so it's a, uh, no, we don't have to go down a whole rabbit hole about that because I think a five star match could be a lot of things. And, and there's yeah. guys already there that could pull that off. But if you're looking for Matt wrestling, like just skilled athleticism, you could do a lot worse than having Caleb Conley, Matt Cross, Ricky Starks, those kind of guys on your roster. I think those guys are, are really, really solid talent. <clears throat> All right. So uh, Matt Cross is out there, and he's going to be involved in a triple threat matchup with Zicky Dice and Ricky Starks. You know, so two of the people I just mentioned. I shouldn't have left out Zicky Dice. How could I? Mr. Personality. Well, I mean, Jesus, man. I mean, I mean, like you, you can't leave out Zicky Dice, and you can't leave out that beautiful fanny pack. By the way, folks, did you see how much that NWA fanny pack was tonight? How much was it, Gary? Sixteen ninety-five. Usually sixteen thousand dollars, my friends. Get on that fanny pack while you can. Get on that yeah. fanny pack while you can. It's about to become $16,000. Oh, Zicky Dice leading the charge. Fanny packs. Fanny packs are coming back. Dude, fanny packs have been back. Josiah, if you're watching me, when I was when I was working with Josiah for a while back in the day, uh, 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 Gary, I kept telling him, fanny packs are coming back in style. My friends, my friends, trust me when I say this. You see what I'm looking like? You see what I'm looking like? Fanny it. packs are back. They're back. That's a man who knows what he's talking about. That's what you look yeah. like. So Yes, sir. There you go. Well, uh, so no time limit draws or, well, there was a time limit draw last week. And so no time limits this time. This is a triple threat match for somebody to get a shot at that uh, NWA television championship with Ricky Starks if they happen to come out on top. And one person does. Uh, long story short, uh, Mr. Uh, Zicky Dice pulls out a win here and uh he goes over and will be getting a tv title shot next week against ricky starks how do you think that's gonna go my man i mean we saw zicky dice earlier i think he was the first person to go up against ricky starks and he lost i mean he lost big time do you think that he has a chance this next time i i think that that the cool part about the tv title is that anybody is dangerous in those in those matchups? So it, it could could change hands at any point. I mean, that's the trick. It, Ricky Starks. I think they mentioned that he'll be going for three in a row if he if he yeah. wins the match against Zicky. So uh, you know, it's it's a lot to do to get that seven win streak. So uh, you know, it's he's beaten Zicky once. Can he do it again? Possibly, but you know, on any given day. Hey, you know, man, anybody Gary, can beat anybody, so I he's going to look out. 
I don't even know if we want Zicky Dice to win that championship. Am I right, folks? I mean, the guy is outlandish enough. Could you imagine him with the title around his waist? And uh, thank you, Robert Stinson, for that super chat. Thank you very much. God bless you, Robert. I love that. That's just fine. But hey, man, could you imagine? Could you imagine Ricky uh, uh, Zicky Dice with a title around his waist? How outlandish he's going to be after that? Oh, what is he going to do with it? You know, does he just leave it as is, or is he going to? You know, uh, I don't know. Ricky, Ricky at least matched his outfit to the title. So yeah, I don't, I don't know that Z- Zicky seems like he has the opposite philosophy. Is he's going to make the title match him? Zicky, Zicky, Ricky, and Zicky are the same between you and me, Gary. That's that's right. that's 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 the difference between these two. That's the difference between these two pro wrestlers right now. You want to continue on the tradition. I want to make it a little bit more flashy. So I yeah, there you I go. totally understand. I totally understand. Oh, Mr. Stinson in the chat saying you guys are the best power in the post-show podcast has become a weekly ritual at the Stinson house. So uh, give it a back comment for the nice uh, super chat that you gave us there, sir. We appreciate you. And, and we thank you and the Stinson family for showing up for the uh, after show. It's a, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you. Um, so Zicky gets that win and uh, Adam, yeah, it's just like a one-two punch of joy for you, I would imagine. Oh, it is. Zicky getting that win. And then next up, of course, we've got the diary of May Valentine. Oh, my friends, my friends, my friends. Can I just tell you how beautiful this segment of May Di- of May's Diary actually is. If you're a fan of May's Diary, please comment in the chat. Turbo, Elder Sauer, if anyone says that they're not a fan of May's Diary, they get a 300-second timeout. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, well, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an interesting episode. You get to hear a little bit about May talking. Uh, she has a an interesting perspective on how things go. She obviously has her old worldview that you, you gotta, you gotta kind of love about her. She magnificent. Uh, she sees her lovely boyfriend Royce and her best friend Sal. And the other day, like Royce got a win over uh, some some old guys that are supposed to be legendary or something. And she was so proud of him. That was the <laughs> Gary, first. She doesn't. Gary, she doesn't have to know their names. It's okay. This is this is. This is May's diary. It's not our diary. It's her thoughts. She doesn't have to know these people's names. Right, right. Well, uh, she says that it, that night was special for her, too, because that was the uh, first night that Royce told her that he loved her. So, Oh, well, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, Adam. Uh, every, every day she gets further away. It's a... Uh... It's tough, but uh, it's you know, okay, Gary. And, it's okay. and you could have, you could sneak in a different way uh, if you were Sal Renaro and uh, get a whole day of makeup with with May, but uh, unfortunately missed out on that. It was nice to see Camille also popping up in the background, uh, still never smiling, never saying a word. Um, Camille having a quite the presence on this week's episode. This was the well, first time we see her. Well, I think that that I mean. The potential of 
May's diary is unlimited, in my opinion, because there's so many places that she can take us. There's so many places that May can introduce us to. I even think that my, I'm sorry, folks, I, I got so upset that even my camera moved. I, I, I threw my pencil so hard at the screen. But there's so many places that May can introduce us to, people that she can introduce us to, feelings that she can introduce us to. I mean, the content is endless, Gary. I'd say she has like a rival uh, thing going on, and it's uh, May Camp. You can have May Camp. I like it. <laughs> Signed up right now. <laughs> Signed up right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Camp counselor yeah, just, of May Camp. <laughs> I just had a scary vision of you in the uh, tight <laughs> polo and the uh, cut-off jean shorts. So I don't... <laughs> Dude, hey, Gary, Gary, you don't think that I don't own Cut off jean shorts, my friend. Oh, in the closet right now. I'll go put them on, baby. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. I, I think I, I'm smelling money right now. Like it's oh, just, I feel it. I'm feeling money. At least a uh, side video of doing like some kind of '80s camp movie with all of the NWA stars. So, <laughs> oh my god, that the content writes itself, folks. I'm telling you, this is gold. It's yeah. gold. Absolutely. And uh, let's see here. So next up, uh, Galley has Aaron Shooter Stevens out. And uh, I will say this for Shooter Stevens. I've talked a lot of trash about uh, he and uh, Mr. Mark. And uh, he did in this segment, although he was still a little goofy, there's a little hint of something in Shooter's eyes that says that he is aware of who he is and what he's got. And, and, and I appreciate that, that little glimmer of it. And maybe that's his acting chops. Maybe this is just him as part of his strategy that he is so obnoxious, but you know, in this, he, you know, Galley talks about like, what are you going to have to do when you put this thing on the line or something? And shooter has the line about, you know, you're saying that like I haven't defended the title. I've defended the title, and nobody can take the title. And he kind of has this like, that's not on me. That's on them. You know, you act like I'm a joke, but it's not like people haven't had the chance to take it, and they didn't. So I don't know. It was just this weird moment where I was like, is, is Shooter smarter than we're giving him credit for? I don't know. Well, Gary, first of all, Mongrovian karate is one of the hardest karates to even learn. So the fact that he can become a third-degree Mongrovian karateist proves to us that uh, Shooter Stevens is far beyond the average human. Yeah, and uh, this is a good time to mention. I see uh, Freddie mentioning it in the uh, chat, and uh, Mr. Stinson, it. Uh, who who was so kind to, to donate to us earlier. I mean, I, if you guys have not been following him on uh, Twitter, the man has taken this thing straight to uh, the government uh, with Mongrovia and representing Mongrovia to uh, Georgia, the, the Georgia governor, and uh, taking it with the senators and that sort of thing. So it's hard, hard to beat. He's been uh, influencing the minds of, young people everywhere, including his old family who were all dressed like shooter Stevens in question mark, uh, related gimmick, uh, at that event. So props to that guy. It's hard. It was hard not to love 
what shooter in question mark bring to the table when you see something like that, an entire family. Well, Gary, isn't it about freaking time that the government actually works for us? I mean, come on, folks. The government is actually looking towards Mongrovian rights, something that we've been talking about for years here on the NWA podcast. So it's about time that the government is working for us. A round of applause to the government. Just we? Okay. All right. All right. It's well, coming. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cervantes is in the chat. Uh, you you haven't missed anything, Brian, except we were just uh, promoting uh, the the man that your wife is having an affair with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, question mark. Uh, who, speaking of which, jumps out here and joins uh, Shooter Stevens. And, uh, and, you know, he is going into a match. They want Shooter to face off against Trevor Murdoch, but technically – you know, whatever. Technically, oh Steven god, are we going to get into this again, Gary? Well, I'm just we, saying, are we going to get into your? Are we going to get into your upset about the Mongrovian culture, even with Mr. Stinson in the chat, who has been fighting so hard for the rights of Mongrovia, and now you're here wanting to strip them away? Listen, I don't have to strip anything away, and I don't have to uh, go around about way of explaining anything. <laughs> Question mark enters into a match with Trevor Murdoch, and it turns out to be one of the worst Mongrovian decisions I've ever seen in my life because he is dispatched in a matter of minutes, destroyed, demolished. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. He, Trevor Murdoch has had enough, and he finishes question mark with relative ease this time around. And, uh, and it causes, yeah, I mean, th- th- that's one side of it. Then, of course, Aaron Stevens jumps. Trevor run up from behind. He had question mark, uh, double team Aaron Stevens, and uh, have to all get separated by referees. But before that, Trevor Murdoch destroyed the question mark. Did he not? Yeah, well, uh, well, well uh, uh, there might have been something in his Mongrovian eye that uh, distracted him a little bit. But yes, it, 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 it does appear, Gary, that um, Trevor Murdoch did destroy the question mark. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it is it is tough. Uh, B. Nasty in the chat saying his uncle's a senator in Georgia, by the way, so he might have to talk with him about Mongrovia. I mean, I'd love to see this more and more getting taken to actual government entities. I, I think Bernie Sanders is... <laughs> yes. Bernie Sanders is doing a rally. Never heard of that guy around here uh, soon. So I, I'm sure I could take a question mark mask if we could. <laughs> we, could we just we just start showing up to political rallies. That's 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 the only way I'd love for us to show up to a Bernie Sanders rally, Gary. Yes, with a Mongrovian flag. Oh. I'm just having fun with politics, Adam. I'm not trying to choose sides here. I'm just saying that. Uh, Trevor Murdoch whipped that ass. Uh, anyway, uh, so I, I assume that we're going to see some Trevor Murdoch versus Aaron Stevens in our future. Uh, that's I, I'd love to see that national title go home with Trevor Murdoch, but that could be just me. I don't know. You guys tell us what you think in the chat because uh, I'm interested to see that match happen one more time. Maybe this time without a damn time limit or darn time limit. Sorry, got to – Work hey man, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there has to be the payoff at the Crockett Cup. There's something big coming. They've been setting this up forever. 
We, you and I have been talking about Trevor Murdoch holding a title since, I don't know, since you and I have teamed up talking about the NWA, something's got to happen. Exactly, exactly. Uh, well, then we get a Sean Mooney interview, and uh, Sean Mooney is interviewing the national treasure, the dealer, our world's heavyweight champion, the real world's heavyweight champion, Mr. Nick Aldis. And uh, uh, hashtag Jennifer note for this segment. She said that Nick brought uh, – he wore a lot of the cheese and he brought a lot of the cheese, she said. Something along those lines. It was something to do with that I'm, suit I'm she not, was feeling. I'm not sure how that – I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, Gary. she she was not feeling the suit so much. And uh, then he talked about uh, she. I don't know if she'd never heard it before, but the nickel down economics and uh, him being fresh she, as a daisy. He, she didn't she like just, nickel down economics. She's not a Reagan fan, for the love of God. We she, were just talking about Bernie Sanders. She doesn't like nickel down economics. She she just wasn't feeling it. I guess I don't know. But uh, uh, communists, know. all these communists out there, folks. Communists. Uh, poor poor Jenny. Uh, and, uh, so Nick calls out Marty Skrull, Marty Skrull comes out, they do a little bit of a shouting match, and Marty's had enough, he's taken off his clothes, he's ready to go, let's fight this thing out, he gets up in the ring, and Nick says, are you sure you want to do that? And Tom Latimer enters, and he says, I want to ask you again, are you sure that you want to do that? And Royce Isaacs enters, and so he's basically making a, uh, power play here and uh nick showing marty that any match with him is going to be a match with multiple people at this time and although when the gang beatdown appears to be about to happen we get to see the debut on the nwa arena of brody king he enters villain enterprises in the house and uh then all-out warfare occurs so very nice to see Gary, both of us were in the NWA arena when Brody King came down the stairs. Now, I love the fact that people that are debuting in the NWA arena come down the stairs. Did you wish that Brody King had music or just the fact that he was there made the impact for you? Yeah, I think just the fact that he was there, thats that was awesome. It was just cool to see other – I don't know. It's cool to see anybody for the first time in that – on that platform like it just is is intriguing to me like you can just imagine all of the scenarios for all of your favorite wrestlers like what it would be like you know because since guys like flair and and those folks you haven't really seen anybody have quite the chance to be on this exact kind of stage and it's just like this presentation just brings a lot and uh, granted we don't get to see Brody king do much more than uh get into a fist fight with strictly business but it is still but cool still, to, to think of those worlds colliding yeah exactly Still, the fact that the dude even showed up on nwa makes a world of difference right and then like i i, I even have it in my notes right here thank god marty squirrel didn't come out in his wings because he get tangled in the curtains you know this is what makes the nwa better than any other organization it's not gimmicks it's yourself marty squirrel is a gimmick Nick Aldis, our true world's champion, our real world's champion. Oh, I, I actually kind of like true world's champion also. 
But he even he even called Marty Scroll a gimmick in the first time that they came out for Crockett Cup. So thank God that guy didn't come out on his wings. He would have fallen all over himself. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Uh, I I do I do not want to get bogged down in politics on this show, but Brian Cervantes just uh, did have an excellent suggestion in the chat that I was noticing uh, that he said the Trump versus Sanders debate should take place in the NWA Power Arena, and uh, and then I like down for it. Yeah, and the WWE front row said yes, and uh, I believe he mentioned that it should be moderated by Eddie Kingston. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we get me on? Can we get me on camera laughing at that? Because oh my god, I love that idea. I, love I know, that I know. Idea. I had to bring it up. I was like, no matter which side of the aisle you sit on, you have to hope <laughs> for that out of American politics. And it might as you know what might as well go that way now. Like it just that should be what happens. I'm with you, baby. I'm with you, baby. Uh, but anyway, so excellent idea. We should uh, pitch that and uh, see if we can. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. <laughs> let me get let me get Trump on my red phone here. I got him on speed dial. Roger Stone, get me Trump, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'm working oh, on it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Well, so an excellent uh, situation. Villain Enterprises versus uh, – Strictly business heating up. I, I still kind of hope down the line we're going to see some kind of uh, bigger uh, crossover between those groups. I think that'll be a lot of fun. We've seen hints of it. I mean, we saw, you know, Aldis and Roosh took on uh, PCO and Marty at uh, Free Enterprise from Ring of Honor. And now we've seen Brody King show up with Marty uh, against Strictly Business. So it's only a matter of time. Those things, uh, it's gang warfare, folks. It's, uh, hey Gary, let's 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 uh, throw this idea out there, shall we? Since uh, we usually don't predict, but we have fun doing it. I'm telling you, folks, I have a very strong feeling that uh, Mr. Matt Hardy will be joining the NWA soon. Could you imagine Matt Hardy versus a PCO? Can you imagine Matt Hardy? Go ahead. Versus a question mark in a crazy out there, not even filmed in the NWA arena match. I can imagine that. Wrestling days can imagine that. Can you imagine that, Gary? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that stuff writes itself like that. That's stuff that absolutely should happen. Uh, what I was going to say is that, I mean, the, the tricky part is, is this past week we saw from Matt Hardy. Well, and we saw rumors that. WWE had recognized some more value out of Matt Hardy and his recent appearances on Raw, and they had offered him another contract. Now, you know, take all this with a grain of salt. he says no to that. Does he say no to that? Because I, I didn't see the uh, – because that, that may be, yeah. And maybe he says no about it. And I was saying even if he said yes to it, Matt Hardy is a brilliant, a brilliant tactician because he's out there right before NWA power comes on, and no matter what is – wishing well the folks at NWA Power and says that he'll yep. be watching and, you know, just keeping that in people's minds. And so uh, you got to you gotta love that about Matt Hardy. Who knows when and where that guy will show up. And honestly, that's how he should be. It's, it's part and of hey, it honestly, Gary, that's part of what we love about the NWA, right? Nobody ever thought that freaking Marty Squirrel was going to show up at hard times. There was one person in the entire wrestling world that did. No one thought that there was going to be a wrestling coup d'etat, that something crazy and another organization was going to happen. 
There was one person that thought that that was going to happen. My friends, I do not make these predictions because I just like to have fun. I read what's happening in the ecosystem. Matt Hardy comes to the NWA. I hope he does. I hope I hope that you're right. I, I think that he would fit perfectly. And, and as we know, Legata and uh, Corgan both heavily involved in that broken Long gimmick. Long history. The get- that thing flourish and flesh out as it should. It's going to be this group of people. So I, I think I have to think that, that Hardy knows that. So if he wants full-on creativity to get to really make this thing happen to its complete vision, then this NWA is, is where that's going to be. Gary, Gary, Matt Hardy's watching right now. Hi, Matt. Thanks for joining us. We can't wait for you to do what you do here. I'm, I'm I'm still holding out hope that this all leads to at some point that the Hardy Boys are in the Crockett Cup. That just feels like an ultimate goal too. I think that, that would be excellent to have uh, Hardy Boys in the Crockett Cup. Maybe even take it on the Rock and Roll Express at some point. You know, just like that. Just why seems like we, a fun. Yeah. Why are we in such a big venue? Why are we in such a big venue? If something big is not going to happen, of course, Nick Aldis, Marty Squirrel are going to sell out the joint. I. I predict that like there's no tomorrow. We're going to sell 5,000 tickets to this arena. My friends, if you're watching us, we know that you love the NWA. Get on a plane. Get on a train. Get on a bus. Get to that arena because we're going to be there and we're going to make a mark in the wrestling world for the Crockett Cup. Something big is going to happen, my man. There's no reason to run a big arena unless something big is going to happen. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. And I I see the the discussions against this. And yes, I know that there are these other companies with bigger money contracts. I've never heard of these people. Yeah, but but they are there. And the thing to keep in mind is, is that Money does not make you happy, and that's the truth. And you see it all the time. You especially see it if you follow Camille on Twitter. She talks about knowing some of these people that are in these positions, and people are like, I bet Camille is going to get scooped up by WWE. And she's like, no way, no chance, because those big money contracts do not make you happy. I know people that have them. They're miserable people. And, uh, you know, when they come to a place like, and especially, especially at, in the landscape that it is right now, if you choose an option, yes, you potentially the money could be the factor, but, but if you're in the NWA, there's a chance that the creativity is fully flourishing for you. Everything you could want to do, they're open-minded to all of it. And not only are you opening yourself up now to NWA, it opens up opportunities to compete with Ring of Honor talent, New Japan talent, everywhere, all over the place. So you've gotten uh, your pick of the litter for talent, your pick of the litter for creative concepts and ideas. I mean, there's something to be said for those options being out there for you, I think. Dude, there's not only something to be said for those options – to be out there it's the truth that is out there my man i mean some of these people like let's um, matt hardy is a genius and 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 a legend but let's 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 face the facts my man what what uh contract and what schedule is this man looking to do for the rest of his life right now the nwa offers the best option when it comes to dates offers the best option when it comes to creativity. 
offers the best option when it comes to getting yourself over. My friends, the NWA is the ticket to the future, and it's also the ticket for your legacy. Oh, shit. Adam Rotella on fucking fire tonight, folks. It's worth mentioning while we talk about all of these things, and producers are telling me in my earpiece that uh, Riga Vader has a show in Nashville on Friday. So who knows what's even going to happen there, just by the way. It's something to keep your eyes on, folks. Uh, we happen to know a lot of folks uh, in the NWA are based out of Nashville. So potential for some destruction, for some weird activity there. Uh, Adam, speaking of legendary individuals, yeah. one of my favorite individuals in the NWA who I think is on a legendary scale is just not getting okay. – not hitting their fullest potential yet. Or not, not on them, just on circumstance, I suppose. But uh, the next segment we've got in NWA Power, David Marquez welcomes Eddie Kingston to the podium. Oh, dude. Yeah. And this guy, I, I, this guy. Oh, my God. This, Every single time this guy talks, I stop whatever I'm doing. This guy's probably going to be pissed off that you even said that he's not legendary yet, uh, Gary Horn, because in, in, in my opinion and what I'm seeing here, I just want Eddie Kingston on my screen yeah i mean i was in no way dissing the guy i'm just saying like you know as far as like when people list off like hugely famous wrestlers right now he may not be at the top of your list but this guy has got one of the best uh promos in the business if you know arguably uh, right up there the mad king is on the level with anybody else you could put him up against and uh this uh, tonight was no exception just him taping those hands up and uh just shooting the shit with uh pardon me shooting the crap with uh marquez right at first and uh just like even having like a moment of goof off, but when he gets serious, he's like, I'm going to get serious now. And then you just know it. And he's like, look into my eyes because I live behind these. And like this, those lines are like, it's just, God dang, Eddie Kingston is just a badass. Well, Gary, let me say this, my man. Um, there's many matches happening at Crockett Cup, right? We're going to see Nick Aldis versus Marty Squirrel. We're going to see question mark versus uh, somebody. We're probably going to see Trevor Burdock versus Aaron Stevens. We're going to see a TV title. My friends, the match that I am looking forward to the most. This is true. This is authentic. Eddie Kingston versus the Pope. These guys have completely brought me in to the story, and I want to see Eddie Kingston kick the crap out of the Pope. I don't want to see anybody involved. I don't want to see anybody around the ring. All I want to see is Eddie Kingston cut a promo before the match, kick the Pope's ass, and then cut a promo after the match. My friends, this is wrestling, and this is what I'm here for. Oh, this you're 100% right. And, and of course, tonight did not go exactly uh, Eddie's way. Pope comes out. And gets in his face, or not too close, because God, I mean, you got to give him props too. The Pope's got a, a good, uh, good set of lungs for the bike too. Like that guy, uh, you know, he's like, you know, stay over there. I don't stand too close to trash. Like, there's this smarmy, just overly arrogant attitude that the Pope has. He's very good on the mic as well, and he just won't let Eddie get close to him. And all you want is for Eddie to get his hands on the Pope 
And uh, that's exactly what you're talking about. The vouchers come out, and you think the Pope's – or you think Kingston's got backup, and it looks like the Pope has paid off the vouchers, and the vouchers pummel Eddie Kingston, and uh, we get a beatdown of Eddie Kingston. And unfortunately, that's uh, that's how we have to leave it with Eddie. He says, uh, you know, you don't cross the Pope. And, uh, and it just makes you even well, more – No, 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 no. It's not just crossing the Pope. Gary, it's, 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 it's about these ROH people that I do not trust at all. I mean, who who is in charge of this ROH? Joe, I, I, I don't even know who is in charge of ROH right now. Is it is it Marty Squirrel? Is it Joe? I can't even get it out. I can't even get it out of my mouth, my friends. I mean, we <laughs> cannot trust these ROH people. I mean, the, the Pope just throws money at these bouncers. How much? How much did he have to throw at these people? Maybe just like twelve bucks to cover the guy's tab at the dive bar that they were at the night before. Pretty we sure cannot it. trust. We cannot trust ROH people coming in to the NWA. That's all that I have to say about this. I, I do not trust Joe. Whatever his <coughs> name is, I, I I'm actually with you on this. I think that there's there's you know there is. It's a little bit understated right now. I mean, people think that uh, it's this Marty Skrull and Nick Aldis rivalry, but I'm afraid there's potentially a turf war happening here, just like what you're saying. And so, oh, there should be. There should be. We could have bought this yeah. company with by by scraps if we wanted to at the end of the year, but all of a sudden we're now in cahoots with them again because because Nick Aldis has some ties with Marty Skrull, and I I love the boyhood dreams and blah blah blah. But come on, folks, can we really trust ROH to be in the best interests of the NWA? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I like the side of you, Adam, and I like hearing these uh, thoughts from Thanks, you. Thanks, Gary. I, yeah. I, I know another place that ROH is probably going to show up, and that's their next segment. Uh, the, it's, it's the Sean Mooney um, segment. Uh, he's given us a little NWA power update, but his first announcement, which I honestly, I didn't even know this was news. So this took me a little off guard, but he announced this, that the first team officially in the Crockett cup is the rock and roll express. Uh, I, I just thought they were in, I, I didn't even, I didn't <laughs> think yeah, about yeah. it, but, uh, <laughs> but hashtag Jennifer knows, she, she said she was not aware. And she said, quote, Oh God, they're going to break their hips before this is over. And uh, so probably accurate from Jennifer, but, but our, I'm happy. To see uh, Jennifer story. notes, Gary, <laughs> that's the Jennifer note that we have this week. She's <laughs> talking about the She's, rock and roll express. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to tell you, to be honest with you, most of the Jennifer Please. notes this week came during May Valentine's Diary, and I couldn't do that. And I want to hear them. No, come on. We want to <laughs> hear them so badly, Gary. Folks, because... folks, folks, stay tuned until we when we sw sw switch over to the chat because we're going to get Jennifer notes on May Valentine's blog. Gary, you got to give it to us. This is a segment. This is a, this is a segment forever. She's got to accept it, my man. She's part of the podcast now. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so because uh, <laughs> people have announced their interest in the Crockett Cup is where I was going with this other thing, and I thought the Rock and Roll Express had kind of expressed interest in this already, and I thought that James Storm and Eli Drake had kind of already thrown their name in the hat. Uh, so yeah. 
<laughs> Elder Sour in the chat says, Jennifer seems a bit salty. Must be no water in the house. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I expect some of these teams. So, so now's a good time as any. You know what? Actually, no. This is a good topic for after show. Guys, be thinking about who do you want to see in the Crockett Cup? Who are you expecting to see in the Crockett Cup? I mean, we've got anywhere from. Uh, I don't know. There's probably at least eight teams going to be in there. So, yeah. you know, who, who are you expecting to see compete? Do not comment now. Do not comment now. Leave those leave those comments for, I don't know, whenever yeah, we yeah, get we're there. We're finish up, wrapping up this show. But, yeah, I want to I talk to you guys in the after show about Crockett Cup. I'm excited about it. So I want to know what you guys are Me thinking. Me too. And, uh, all right, so we're going to move on. Uh uh, Sean Moody does mention that next week we're going to have two title matches, one of which we've already talked about, which was the Ricky Starks versus Sticky Dice TV title match. And then also we're going to have the Bouncers for some reason. I don't know. Part of this deal with the Pope, I guess. Can I, don't, I don't trust these ROH people, Gary. Can you can you can you can you go on record and say that you do not trust these ROH people? I do not trust ROH people. Perfect. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the Bouncers are getting a tag team title shot against Eli Drake and James Storm. I don't know how or why, but there they are. And uh, uh, so then we come to our main event, Adam. Melina, who has demanded is a title what shot. What I was here for. What I was here for, Gary. <laughs> what Melina. I was here for. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm excited Go. to talk about this. Because, God damn it, folks, all that Melina has been doing is doing the splits and getting in the ring. I'm very happy that she can stretch for a living. And we really sh- and we really saw what she could really do in the ring tonight, didn't we, Gary? We we did, sort of. <laughs> I mean, she she definitely busted out her, uh, her hit moves that she's been using lately. And uh, yeah. she comes into the ring. Thunder Rosa's ready to fight. And uh, we were all ready for a fight, Gary. All of us were ready for a fight. And you know what happened? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. The same thing that I've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks. I I, I don't even know if Melina did the splits before she went in the ring. She actually shortchanged us completely. Yeah. I, uh, no, I saw the split. Yeah. I would tend not to miss it, but I saw that. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, but she she gets in uh, Thunder Rosa's face as she's being disrespectful, I suppose. And uh, Thunder Rosa's ready to go. She, I mean, if you listen to, it's a little different than what I expected because if you go back and listen to, uh, you know, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Uh, if you go back and listen to the Marty Bell interview, Marty Bell talks about that they all have this understanding that they're all in the same business and they're all going for it. And she believes that, you know, if she got to a match with Thunder Rosa, they'd give it their all and they'd go one-on-one and may the best person win. And she expected that out of Melina and uh, Thunder Rosa. And I would love to talk to her again now and just ask her what she thinks about what's happened here because Melina exited the ring and uh, took the count out. Now Melina tried to exit the ring completely or exit the arena completely and was promptly stopped by Allison K and uh, walked back to the ring. And uh, well, we'll just go ahead and move right through it. Allison K gets into a little bit of an altercation with Melina, throws her back in the ring, jumps in the ring 
And uh, out of nowhere, Camille, Camille is in the ring and gives a fierce spear to Miss Allison Kay and takes her down. This leads, of course, to Melina doing what she does best and getting out of the way. And uh, <laughs> she also uh, then Camille stands up and we get. I think a lot of us have been waiting for this. A Camille and Thunder Rosa face off to yeah, end stare the show. Down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, you know what I have in my notes right here, Gary. Before you go to the chat, I have one note, and it says we're going to go to the Adam Cam, the Adam Cam for this. And I have one note. It says Melina sucks. That's all I have to say about that. My notes are done. My notes are done. My notes are done. What are you doing? You're running away from a fight. You've been talking about this fight forever. You've wanted this fight forever. You've been getting yourself on TV forever. And what do you do with it? You squander it. You absolutely squander your attention. My friends, I don't have time for people to squander their attention. My friends, I don't have time for people that squander the opportunity that the NWA gives them. I can't even talk about this, Gary. I can't even talk about this, Gary. It makes me very, very upset. Well, I'm not going to make you talk about it anymore, Adam. I mean, I think I'm absolutely on the same page as you, and you're fired up and telling it like it is, and I can't argue with that. Adam Rotella on a roll here tonight, folks. Thanks, man. And I think here is a good place for us to go ahead and wrap up the podcast portion of this. Now, if you're not aware and you're listening to this on the podcast portion, you're missing out on a lot because we just saw Nick Aldis enter the chat. We have Brian Cervantes in the chat, which could mean Thunder Rosa's not far behind in the chat here live on Tuesday nights after NWA Power. You just never know who's going to show up. So everybody in the chat, stick around. We are going to wrap this thing up as far as the podcast portion goes, and then we're going to jump into the chat and have live chat. That could mean Nick Aldis, that could mean Thunder Rosa. Who knows? We'll see whatever they want to talk about. But we 100% know that we've got uh, Crockett Cup stuff to talk about. We've already passed some stuff out there to the chat room to be thinking about, and we're going to get into those conversations. There's a lot going to be happening here. I can feel it. We're going to be stuck here for a little while. Just shooting the breeze about NWA. This conversation is far from over. But make sure you're here live on Tuesdays right after. NWA power to be a part of this greatness uh, but in the meantime we do thank you so much for joining us on the podcast feed we love you guys and the listens are out of this world like we are blown away every single week by the amount of listens we're getting we've got more goodness coming until then uh, my, I am at this is Gary Horn that is at this is Rotella we are at the NWA pod everywhere if you could like subscribe Give us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps get gets us in front of more people. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening.